0: You are listening to Time to Revive. This show is designed to help you get the confidence to share your faith in everyday life. The music in the background is Revival from Third Day. My name is Angie and today in the studio is Mr. Mark Bird from Revive Ohio.
1: Hey Angie.
0: We are finishing up a series talking about good works and today we're gonna talk about the growth process. Now I know this may not sound like it goes along with good works, but here's the thing is that when we finally step out, there's another layer of where God takes us. And so today, introduce our guest, because he's going to actually be with us the whole show.
1: Yeah, thank you, Angie. I am pleased and privileged to introduce my dear friend, Pastor Vic Kales, from beautiful Wassion, Ohio. And thank you for being our guest today, Pastor Vic. It's my pleasure. So today, Angie is right, we're excited because today we're going to start looking at, it's almost like I've described it like this, the layers of the onion are peeled back as we get to see deeper into who Christ is and what Christ wants for us and how he wants to be represented by us. And Vic, I'm super excited because God has really (laughs) revealed some things to you, yay, the deeper things of God, and I would love it if you could share with us, from your own personal experience now, uh, having worked with us at Revive Ohio, but... Even personally, before you met us, Vic, how the Lord was using you to walk this kind of a thing out, and how you've been growing in Christ through basically what God has been showing you. So, Pastor Vic, can you just kind of open up and and share with us what you've experienced?
2: Yeah, in simplest form, you know, I think we see when it comes to faith and living by faith, we receive our identity from it the righteous, were made righteous, we're made holy, we're made justified, all the things the book of Romans tells us. And, but it, it, Revelation has such layers, so even the verse in Philemon is that there are things revealed to us through sharing our faith because when you step out in faith, it's the substance of the promises manifesting. And so, for example, Mark 16, he said, these signs will follow those that believe. They don't go ahead of sharing the gospel they follow them, and the gospel is a, is a kingdom. So when you preach the king, the signs of the king come. So when you share the gospel, it, it is, you're walking into faith. That's why it feels awkward at times. You step into faith, and then you're surprised at what happens because God is already working in the power of the gospel. So I'll, I'll share just a simple example of what happened. I was with a team out sharing the gospel and approached the guy, And he actually had received, when when we approached him, he had received one of the wristbands of the gospel eight months before. Now, what's the chances? And then yet he had accepted Christ, but he was never hooked up to be discipled. And so as soon as we approached, God was already working. He signed up to be discipled. And, and, And so that process, we would have never got that had we not stepped out in faith. Here's why, uh, this is for me personally, well, why I believe we don't see as many miraculous things happen, whatever your theology and whatever you want to call it, is the twofold aspect of the gospel contained in King David was he had a heart and uh, he he worshiped. So his mind, his mind was, uh, he had a virgin mind in faith that a Philistine couldn't penetrate his virgin mind and that's why I referred to him as an uncircumcised philistine his mind was prepared by faith but he also had a slingshot to kill a giant and then the church has to have both and I believe faith is two layered it is is it is uh, to love God with all our heart and it prepares our mind by faith to receive our identity and our identity is to kill giants is literally to use the slingshot and God is already at working there. So long and short of it, who killed Goliath, David or God? But the answer is both because we co-labor in faith. And that is a realm that when we step out of uh, heaven manifests. So I I think it's a tremendous thing that we do when we step out like that because we don't always realize we're stepping out into where God is working already.
1: Yeah, Vic, I'm thinking about a, a couple of scriptures that uh, indicate that we have to take the first step. You know, it's the step of faith. And like you mentioned, you know, the righteous shall live by faith. I'm also reminded of the passage in James where it says, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. You know, we have to take that first step. And and again, in, in Hebrews, God says to us, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So it is that actual step stepping out in faith and walking it out, if you will, that we refer to mm-hmm. so often. But it is that, that act of faith or that obedience or that moving towards God and saying, God, I'm expecting you or I'm believing you. And I guess the better way to put it is maybe that I'm trusting you to do this, because these promises, uh, as Scripture also says, are yea and amen, you know, the, the promises that God gave us are yes and amen, and he said, these signs shall accompany, and I love that you shared that out at Mark 16, because we looked at that as well, but also at the end of Matthew's gospel, in verse 20, he said, and lo, I'm with you to the very end of the age. So he has promised all kinds of times that we are going to go, but he will be right there accompanying us. And so can you speak to a little bit more about that, Vic, as in terms of the practicality of knowing that God's there and having to trust and rely on him to provide these things?
2: Yes, I think that's beautifully put, because we have a job that's impossible for us in the flesh, like we the, we have a job to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons and preach the kingdom. And we can only do that through a co-laboring with the Holy Spirit doing his work. So when you step out in faith, um, you think about the apostle Peter, there are 11 disciples in the boat and Jesus is walking on the water and they think he's a ghost. And he said, Lord, if it's you, which is awkward, if it what if it's a ghost if it's you step out he says come on and peter does and then he steps out many many people think in practicality evangelism's not my gift or i don't like it because it's awkward <laughs> well or it's not comfortable but that's why the holy spirit is the comforter is because he calls us out into faith which is uncomfortable so he can show us the manifestation of it. So practically, when you share the gospel, something always happens. What if it's rejection? Well, if it's rejection, that's good for our pride, which proves to us we can't do it, and, and that God gives people a choice, but it allows us to die to self, and it allows us to develop greater courage. But the, the beauty of it is when you step out and you share the gospel and he shocks us with his presence, that when we're obedient, it it's revealed when, when he opens someone's heart and he manifests, whether it's miraculous or if it's just the miraculous act of them opening the door to his knock, um, you see every time in that covenant of faith, he shows up, uh, I believe, in two ways. It activates Jesus Christ living in us, which allows us to do what Jesus did. And I believe that's the anointing of 1 John 2.20. That's that's where we need no one to teach us. And it also activates the Acts 1.8 anointing to power coming upon us. And I believe that anointing is for other people. And I believe the only way that you get into that anointing of Acts 1 1.8, one is to ask him for it and two to step out and use it. And so I think that's the practicality of sharing the gospel. How can we be disciples if we think it's just a gift? But it is a promise that when we do, he shows up every time. So I think that's the practicality of it.
1: Yeah, I agree. And how we grow in that, you know, as I'm sitting here listening to you, Pastor Vic, I am reminded of John 3 and talking about John the Baptist. And he says, look, I must decrease and he must increase. And that is growth to me. That is a perfect. Picture in the example of growth because if I'm gonna grow I'm gonna grow in Christ But actually I have to decrease so that he increases in me And when you're talking about identity and all those things I'm thinking about yeah, my identity is that I'm identified as Crucified I'm crucified with Christ. It is no longer me who lives, but it is Christ in me And he is the hope of glory and so growing in Christ is that process. And can you talk a little bit about that, Vic? Yeah, I, I think that's
2: beautifully said, too. The death of self is a key ingredient to being a disciple. If you want to be a disciple, you got to pick up your cross daily. And uh, I'll equate it again with evangelism and feeling uncomfortable, but the death of self is literally, when we say, I don't like evangelism, or I'm uncomfortable, any form of self, some people think pride is just self-promotional, but pride is also self-protective. And so if someone says, I'm, it's not my style, I'm shy, I'm too shy to share the gospel or whatever, any form of self has to die. And I believe that's even part of the purpose of sharing the gospel is it does crucify self. It allows you to love someone else more than how you feel. And I I believe there's a a key component that we get deceived in, in self, that when we think I'm shy, I don't share the gospel. I don't really believe anyone is shy. I think they're self-conscious. And self-consciousness is a form of pride and self that has to die. I believe in the church, our self-consciousness fears rejection, and it is self-rising up that literally tricks us and says, well, if I'm self-conscious, I'm shy, I'm not outgoing, we take it on as an identity. And so I believe it's a key component in the church now that we have to train our people that sharing the gospel is discipleship. It is not just a gift. I believe there is a gift of evangelism, but it'd be like saying Teaching is a gift. We're all called to teach, and there's a gift of teaching. So I, I believe that death to self is crucial in the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, because we have to co-labor with God in it.
0: And I completely agree with you, but my next question is going to take us in a, just a slightly different direction. So I completely believe that, yeah, we, we will grow in that when we finally die to ourselves. But my thing is, and I've seen this personally that once I finally was obedient, once I finally did step into it, it seemed like God gave me a deeper revelation of Him and His works. And I just feel like that's the only way you're going to hear or you're going to know that deeper revelation is when you finally are obedient. What do you think about that?
2: Oh, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's revealed in the parable of the talents. I think uh, whether you look at that in application... God invests in things that create return. So when you're faithful with two talents, his promise is I'll give you more. When you're faithful with anything, whether it's revelation, evangelism, you're not going to get deeper revelation until you're faithful with the first step. And I think that's the beautiful part about the goodness of God. Couldn't agree with you more that once you step out, he shows you a good measure pressed down, shaken over. You see that all the time. The more we cultivate and invest and step out in obedience, the deeper it gets. I think it's beautifully said. I agree.
0: I think that what you're saying is that this whole thing with God's plan of sowing and reaping even works in this case.
2: Oh, totally. Totally. I, I believe He's so consistent. The, the more you step out and share the faith, the more you're going to walk in the revelation of God because the deepest form of passion for evangelism is to have our hearts broken with an ache and love for the lost and the more we fall in love the greater revelation we're going to have it just there is no end how do you describe for somebody the God of immeasurably more or how high and how wide the how do you describe east and east from the west, there is just a place where, like a child, you look up into the sky and go, how high does it go up there? Psalm 19, the heavens declare his glory. It's an endless love. I believe that's the joy that Jesus had when he said, for the joy he went to the cross to save people. It's why it's greater to give than to receive. Because once you start giving, it taps you into an endless eternity of love and revelation of who God is.
1: And I think the beautiful part of it for me, Vic, is that it's the co-laboring part. It's the working with God. It's the working with the Holy Spirit. Because as we continue to work with the Holy Spirit as co-laborers on the co-mission, if you will, that Jesus sent us on, we learn and grow and understand more. I'm thinking about Luke 24, where the two disciples were walking down the road to Emmaus, and how Jesus opened up. Up their hearts and open up their minds to understand the scriptures, and it's the co-laboring part. And I'm reminded of John 16, uh, verse 8, when it says, "And he, talking about the Holy Spirit, when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment." That's the <clears throat> Holy Spirit's job. We don't have to do that part of it. But what happens is he reveals these things and he convicts them of that, and we learn and grow in the process while we're being co-laborers with Christ. So I really appreciate uh, you sharing your heart about that today, Vic, and, and I'm encouraged, and I'm praying that others listening today will be encouraged by this as well, that we can grow in Christ, and that's really what he's asking us to do if we're obedient and we follow him he will teach us things to come he will teach us all things about jesus himself and we will grow and others will come to know him because of that experience
0: and that's what i was really hoping that we would get to today is that we all want to grow in christ at least i hope that's what everybody has a desire to do and sometimes taking that next step means we have to step out in faith and do something that's scary but then there's there's where the re- revelation comes in. I mean, we talk a lot about this, Mark, on our program, that we are always called to be disciples, to go out and make disciples, to go out and tell people about him and tell about his good news. We're talking about that all the time because it's a command. Right. But now let's say, how much do you want to grow in mm. Christ? If you really want to understand him at a deeper level, then you need to step out and you need to follow him. And that's back to what Pastor Vic had to say about dying to ourselves, and that's having to do with stepping out and seeing what God's got for you on the other side. It's like, you know, I think about Indiana Jones. Yeah. When that first movie, when I he had to it. step out over that cavern, and sure enough, there was a walkway there, but right. he had to step out first, didn't he, yeah, to get to the perfect. treasure?
1: Yeah, I love that. And John 14, 21, I'll wrap up with this. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and I will manifest myself to him. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't want mm. Jesus to manifest himself right? to us? That is and great... that's talking about growing in Christ. And I say, if you want that, then you have to step out in faith Amen. in obedience, and then he's going to manifest himself to you. Again, back to uh, Hebrews 11, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. Mm. So you have to step out in faith in order to see Jesus manifested.
0: What a great conversation. Ooh. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm so thankful for, Vic, you joining us today.
2: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be with you. I'll leave you from an adage from Buda Vista, Ohio, the small town I was raised on faith. We had a town water pump, and it would never work until you poured water into it. Mm-hmm. And when you poured water into it, all the water you wanted for the whole town came out.
1: Wow! Prime the pump, brother. Amen. Amen you have been listening to Time to Revive.
0: Thanks for listening to Time to Revive. This show has been brought to you by Shine FM and Revive Ohio. More information about this program at shinefmohio.com. The Shine FM Podcast Network.